Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everyone. This is Testimony Tuesday, and I'm super excited tonight. We have a very, very special guest. Angel Sessions is one of the very first gospel artists that I ever worked with in 2015, and she's still going strong. It's been like 25 years she's been in the business. And uh, she's still going hard for the Lord, which is amazing. So as you guys know, our show is based on Revelation 12, verse 11, which says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And testimonies are so super important because when we speak them, it helps us to overcome. It helps us to heal. And it helps us to forgive. It helps us to get through those situations. But it really helps others, too, because it encourages them in the Lord. And it really makes a difference in people's lives. You know, they're going to turn to the Lord through, you know, seeing them seeing you be healed. It makes a difference in this world because people know then that they can turn to him for their healing. And so tonight I'm really, really, really happy to have Angel Sessions on. So welcome, Angel. Hey, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. And hello to everyone. And I'm just super glad to be here. Thank you for yeah. having me again. Absolutely. So excited. And it has uh, been a while. It's been a while. It has Here's your pretty been. face. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been like a long, long time. But I'm so glad we reconnected through Twitter and that we've been in touch. And like I said on Twitter, like you cross my mind so often and I don't get to reach out as much as I would like to. Um, but just know that you're always in my thoughts and in my prayers, you and your family. And I'm just always just just you you're in my thoughts all the time so just so you know that. thank you There's a lot <laughs> does happen personally yeah <laughs> since the last time we talked uh, a lot of lost loved ones in my life that i've lost uh, lost my really? mom really yeah i lost my mom with cancer mm-hmm. oh my gosh i'm so sorry yeah. to hear that oh that's yeah. terrible that when, put me in depression that, for a while i lost my happen? nephew i lost my mom in 2018 oh, wow. um june uh, 21st 20th 2018 then I lost my aunt that same year I lost my best friend that same year oh and then goodness. I just lost my nephew with my sister's son mm-hmm. um a few months ago so yeah losing wow. I lost a lot of people <laughs> wow um, but wow. um but wow. God knows so. I pray the Lord heals your heart and comforts you and strengthens you that's so sad yeah wow Wow. Yeah, there's so much like there's so much going on in the world, you know, like everybody's just going through and going through and they're still going through. There's, you know, death is rampant and we just thank the Lord for your topic tonight, which is salvation. Um, It's so important during this time, especially when people are just dropping off, like (laughs) you never know when you're going to lose somebody. So we have to make right. sure that we are always sharing the gospel with them, that we are trying to get them to come with us, to let them know that heaven is real and hell is real. Uh, we have really, um, in my family, 
been trying so hard and all I do is like just stand on Acts 16.32 which says your whole family you and your household will be saved it's like Lord come on right I'm not seeing the evidence of that yet but um, you know there's been some real real progress in my family and um, you know there's still those few that are hesitant and holding back and stubborn like they're so stubborn <laughs> but it's like at the end of the day it's like me and my family will be saved and I stand on that so um as much as sometimes we try to scare them <laughs> into following Christ it's not like we shouldn't be using scare tactics but I think with our family it's like it's just so important that we get them there you know um but Angel's gonna share her salvation story and talk about why salvation is so important. And um, just to give you a bit of history, I was saved in 2015, which was during the time that we were working together. And Angel, your music, <laughs> like it ministered to me so much and it helped me so much when I was just trying to figure out what was going on. Because there was a war for my soul, which the Lord won. You know, he always wins. He's always victorious. But I was trying to figure out what was going on because all of a sudden I started to feel things spiritually. Um, you know, like I told you earlier, new heart, new spirit, Ezekiel 36. Um, I experienced that. And I remember the moment that I received the new heart and new spirit. And then I heard one of your songs that says he's giving you a new heart and a new spirit. I was like, really? Like, that's what's happening with me. And so like her music, guys, she uses scripture in her music. Um, it's, it's amazing when you look at what the Lord does through her in her music um, she writes her own music but of course the Lord is always writing through her and so you definitely need to check out angelsessions.com go to her website check out all of her music and her latest EP is amazing she's doing great great work for the kingdom so Angel, do you want to start to share your salvation story, like talk about from the beginning and kind of like what you were going through uh, when he found you and when you met him? Well, I can say all along since I was a child, I've always had a love and a passion for Christ. Mm -hmm. I didn't know a whole lot about the Bible itself and the word of God, that God is the, is, is, is the word and he is the one who, as the Bible says, um, holy men of old spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And that means that all those that are like, whether it was, um, Moses or John the Baptist or, um, um, all the, 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 the children of God in the Bible that God speaks on, you know, were holy men of old spoke as they moved by the Holy Spirit. And I never, I didn't understand the Bible years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, you know, years ago, with my mom at the time when she was here as a child brought up in the church. But as I got older, as a young woman, I struggled in my life with sin, mm -hmm. you know, and I always prayed and asked God constantly running to the altar, constantly always asking God to forgive me and continually on not understanding at the time, you know, thinking that I had to do certain things in my life to get right with God on my own. Not at all trusting in God, not at all understanding God, not at all understanding his word, but understanding in my own righteousness and understanding in my own self. So therefore, I continue to fail God constantly. But one day 
you know, I cannot say when, because only God knows that he opened my eyes spiritually to his word. And as he began to draw me close to him, I had a a deep love and a passion suddenly for the Bible Mm -hmm. to want to understand and start just reading and studying and studying the word. I wasn't just reading it. I began to study it, Mm -hmm. you know, comparing scripture with scripture, you know, and as God began to open my eyes to understand clearly, like what one of the disciples said to Christ, ah, now he speak it plainly to understand what he was writing. And then I began to suddenly understand as I began to read his word, what his salvation was about and how he draws his people to himself. And then like he says, no man can come unto me except the father through me draws him. Exactly. You know, and or another scripture when he says many are called, but a few are chosen, you know, which is why I wrote that song called and chosen mm-hmm. on my new EP. Mm-hmm. And um, um, like the scripture you love, Ezekiel, a yeah. new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you the heart of flesh and put my spirit within you and that ye shall walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. As I began to learn his word and understand what that means, mm-hmm. that God is the one who does the call and the choosing. He's the one who saves his people from their sins. Yep. So many of the people in the world are not, you know, God is separating the wheats from the tares, which mm-hmm. means the true believer from the untrue believers. So as I began to study more the word and having a passion, I began to more fear God, fear him in hating sin, not fear him as, oh, I'm scared of God, but like yeah. the fear of the Lord is to hate sin, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So I began to just hate darkness and hate wicked and hate sin and hate everything that I used to learn that I believed in when I was in, brought up in the churches and all the false doctrines yes. and all the false gospels. Uh-huh. I hated that. Uh-huh. And I had to rid myself away from everything that I was taught from the precepts of men mm-hmm. and learn what Christ in his word is teaching the word of God itself. That's exactly And as a result, yeah. That's and as a result, the love of Christ. You, yeah. And I just had a love that passion to start sharing it with mankind because God tells us to blow the trumpet and sound the alarm exactly. to share and warn the people that Christ is soon to come, Amen. you know, yep. and the great, the he's the one. That, exactly. He, and he is. The and, I, and I love God's word. And, you know, the more I talk about it, I, you know, it just, yeah, just what he does, how he moves in my heart, you know, yes. to yes. share. Um, and one scripture that's really important is um, Ephesians 2 and 8. You know, it's so important to know that it, that salvation is a gift of God. It's not of ourselves. It's not anything that we can do. It's something that we just have to receive. And I think people really think that in order to be saved, they have to, just try to please him and try to do a lot of works and try to, you know, do like all of those religious traditions and other things. It's like, it's a free gift. We accept it, right? It's, it's, it's that simple. And I remember him like leading me to that scripture too. It's like, it's like, you're trying to do all of this work, right? He's like, listen, it's a free gift that I've given to you. It's not of yourself. It's from me. You just need to accept it. And it's like, then you get a new understanding of what salvation is all about, right? It's like, oh, okay. Okay, I can calm down a little bit, right? Because in not knowing him for so many years, it's like, you're so hungry. Like, I was so hungry for the word. I wanted to read the Bible start to finish, like, in one week. I wanted to just 
know it and and know like but then it's like yeah you have to go back to it even after you've read it you can go back to something that you read today a year from now and you'll get a different revelation and a different understanding because the holy spirit is always guiding us and leading us and speaking to us and so we need to know that he's going to reveal all things to us so we might we might see something today but the way that we see it we're going to see it more through his perspective in his timing when he's ready to reveal that to us and so i have a hunger and a passion and a thirst for the word like it's amazing um what he's done and um how he did it uh <laughs> you remember uh evolve Yes, I remember him. Yeah, so um, he came up to Toronto from Mississippi to record. And when he came up, he put Sid Roth at Supernatural on my TV. And I watched it. And there was an altar call at the end. And I accepted the altar call. That's how I was saved. <laughs> it's like, you brought somebody from all the way in Mississippi, all the way here, like, and that's what he does, right? Like when he, when he is drawing you closer, and I, I knew that I was being drawn closer to him, and I knew that he was trying to lead me to him, but it's like how he did it was amazing through music. I w obviously I wasn't really getting it, so he had to send that person to be like, "Hey, this is it. Now say Romans ten and nine." <laughs> And know that he's got you now, right? Um, salvation. And, and in that moment, I knew there was so much darkness surrounding me. In that moment, I knew that the darkness was going to flee. Like, I just knew it. I felt lighter. I felt, you know, when, when you first accept Christ, when you first say that prayer of salvation, when you first, especially after 40 years of not knowing him, <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah, you've done you've done an amazing work, Lord. Well, I um as God had um continued to open my eyes to his scriptures, one scripture that I've learned, and that is in, found in Leviticus chapter three, I think. Mm -hmm. And God says, It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. And because he had Again, as he opened eyes, it helped me to understand what it is his salvation is, is about. And it is there's no work in me at all I can do. No work, not even in me thinking that I can accept him or I can get baptized or I, I have to do something to make God do something. Because mm -hmm. if I think I have to do something to make God do something, then I'm trusting in my own workspace gospel. I'm trusting in myself, exactly. my own righteousness, and I'm not waiting on God. If it's God's will, because again, like God's word says, many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. And that scripture mainly stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. And also, um, when I, when I, the, the, the very first beautiful scripture that God really opened my eyes to when I was really still blinded at the time was mm -hmm. God said in his word, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. I didn't know and understand at the time I've been taught as a child. But the commandments was just the Ten Commandments. Yes. Until I learned later on that the commandments is the whole Bible. Yep. Because God wrote the word. And in the beginning was the word. The word was God. And the word was with God. And I began to understand when he 
spoke those when when I read that and it's like him drawing me to himself and hearing that in my heart, mm-hmm. I realized I, I must obey God's word and everything that I've read, everything he opened my eyes to, I must obey. Mm-hmm. And that's what drew me close to him. Oh, he drew me close to him through his word. Mm-hmm. And the word became a living Bible to me. You know, it's not just a closed book, you know, and that's what, you know, it, it's hard to explain because, again, what God has done for me um, in my life, I can speak on what he's done for me, but I can't speak on what he can or will not do for anyone else because Christ is the judge. Yep. You know, yep. but that's what he has done for me. And therefore, I share that I must faithfully mm-hmm. share God's word. Amen. We have to fulfill the Great Commission. The time is very short, right? Very. Very, very short. Well, I'm, I'm very thankful that that we reconnected too because it's like we need an army of people who are standing strong in the word, who are, you know, looking at these things that are going on in the world and being like, Christ still has a victory. God's still on the throne. Like, you know, we can't, um, we can't look too much to the world to see what's going on there and to see, you know, all of these things, because the Bible says that, you know, it's going to get darker and darker. The love of, yeah. The love of men and the world is a distraction because Satan is definitely uh, working in the hearts of his people. Yep. So exactly. the world becomes a very dark and distraction. You know, as God continues to, you know, draw his people to himself or, or dividing the wheat from the tares, mm-hmm. you know, like he talks about in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John about, yep. you know, how the, the mother will um, um, be against the daughter and the yep. daughter against the son and so on and so forth because he's dividing you know, he's separating, you yep. know, people, you know, from his elect. And mm-hmm. so therefore you're going to have a lot of people that are not going to, they're going to see something in you and they're not going to understand. They're going to mock you, ridicule you because they, they hated Christ. They're going to hate you. Yep. You know, if they listen to Christ, they'll listen to you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel alone. Yes. You're going to feel alone, but you're not alone because when we are with Christ, you're never alone because Christ said, He'll never leave us nor forsake us. But in the world, you're going to have persecution because with Christ comes persecution Mm -hmm. because Christ was persecuted. Mm -hmm. Take heart. He has overcome the world. He has overcome the world. And that's, that's so important to remember that no matter what's going on around us, it's like, we have the victory. No matter what we see, no matter what we feel, it doesn't matter because we know that we are victorious. And yeah, I mean, the world is going to hate us because it hated him. And, you know, I think it's something that they see the God in you. Sometimes they want to, they want to have what we have, but they don't know how to get it. But they also don't know how to ask the right questions to figure out how to get it, you know, and that's kind of been my problem. And the other problem is um, when you show love and to people who don't understand, who don't, you know, the Bible says people who don't love don't know God because God is love. And so 
you try to show love, you know, the love of Christ to people and you are condemned for it because they just can't comprehend that type of love. They can't understand how somebody can love like that. You know what I mean? The hearts of many will wax cold. So they can't understand the love that we have of Christ that's in our hearts. They can't understand when we display that love, when we show that love. It's like they got their blinders on, right? And they can't see it. And so they go, well, since I don't understand it, I must not like it. And that's kind of been my problem, uh, you know, in um, in my family, really, uh, trying, to, trying to show love and being, like, rejected for it and being you know, condemned for it. And, oh, well, why do you do, why are you doing this? Like, do you have some sort of ulterior motive? Why are you helping this person? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why do you care so much? Why do you, like Christ gave, he put compassion in my heart. He was compassionate. He gave me that, you know? And so it's really difficult in this world that doesn't know God, therefore doesn't know love to show them love because they're like, what is this? This is, I don't want that. Whatever that is. I don't want that. They don't understand it. They can't comprehend it. And that's, um, that's a real challenge. It's a real challenge because you're trying, you're trying to show them love and they're just like <laughs> not getting it, you know? And many won't get it. Many would because if they are in the kingdom of darkness in the kingdom of Satan, which is God, you know, describes it as in prison. Yeah. And they can't get out unless God draws them out. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they won't understand because they yeah. don't know Christ because he doesn't know them. Mm -hmm. That's why he says in the last days when he will say, when he returns, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Exactly. Because he saved his elect from before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. He already knew who his people were. He created us. So he already knew who he was going to say before they were even born. Amen. And at an appointed time, when this or that person could be a child, could be in your mother's womb, could be the day before you die, could be as an adult, mm -hmm. that one day when he saves that individual, it'll be yep. at an appointed time when he would apply the word to that person's heart. Yep. Take the blinders, take the scales off of their eyes. All right. So yeah, it's um, it's it's it can be difficult even just trying to share the gospel with people who still like they have that stony heart, right? And it's like, <laughs> oh, I used to be like that. I used to have the stony heart, and one day, and like, just like that, he was like, I'm gonna give you a new heart and a new spirit. Like everything changed, just like that, <laughs> you know, and. Yeah, you never know when he's going to do that for somebody else, right? You never, ever know. And um, right. a friend of mine was saying, um, he he's actually been on the show uh, a few shows ago. And um, he he's a pastor, but he used to be a Muslim. Um, he was born in a Muslim home. And he's like, you never know uh, when something is going to happen. Like, he's like, I ministered to this Muslim family four years ago and he's like today i got the testimony that 
the father is saved and the whole family is coming to know the Lord. I'm like, oh my goodness. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But we don't always get to see it, right? So we have to just continually plant seeds, plant seeds, plant seeds, plant seeds. Sometimes we do get to see it. Sometimes we get to experience, you know, seeing the Lord at work and so in saving somebody. But other times it's like, keep planting those seeds. Um, and the Lord actually gave me a, a vision a while ago about um, the souls that we're bringing with us. Like I was like, like at the gates of heaven and there was all this like, like white things like flying around all over the place and i said lord what is that and he was like that's the souls that you're bringing with you and i was like that's so powerful and so we don't always get to see that right even that we don't always get to see but um the only thing that we can do is keep sharing him and sharing him and sharing him some more uh it's so important right now that we are able to get out there and start to be the church because the church is not a building. We are the church. No. And um, there's so many people that, you know, they got all confused in 2020 because the church building closed down, but we had church in the street with our church family. <laughs> like, Well, God says church. the kingdom of God is within you. So his exactly. kingdom is within the hearts of his believers that he saves. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's not a building. It's not a group of leaders and you under their, their leadership. Christ is the shepherd exactly. and he's the shepherd over his sheep mm -hmm. as he can continue to feed his sheep through his word as he uses his elect to share his word faithfully so that he can save the hearts of his people because not one will be lost for those who he's going to save or already has. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, I feel like, you know, having that that one-on-one -on -one and that personal relationship with him is just, it's so super important. Um, and so many people are, you know, kind of playing the blame game with the church because I think they're not understanding the, what we just said, like the the fact that we are the church, like, God never told us in the word that we are to follow man. He said, follow me. Jesus said, follow yeah. me. Because I cross me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He said, pick up your cross daily. You know, this is what you need to do. Follow me. And so many follow the church and the church leaders. And then when the church leaders get it wrong and they start giving bad doctrine and other things, it's like, oh, well, it's their fault. But the Lord never told us to follow man. The Lord never told us to lean on man. Never told us to trust in man. <laughs> he told us to trust in him. He told us to lean on him. He told us to follow him. 
And yeah, so, and many are led astray as a result of trusting in their churches, trusting in their creeds and their pastors, and trusting in their doctrines or doctrines, precepts of men, and not the gospel word of God itself, which is not something like simple and easy to understand. It really does take the word of God to really open the eyes of his elect to understand what he's teaching, you know, and when he does, of course, you you get, you know, super just over just just with love in your heart, you know, for your fellow man to share the gospel with many others because you want them to be saved, too, you know, and you desire that. But it's up to God, of course, not up to us, but you desire that because you love God said, love your enemies. Yep. And your enemies are the unsaved, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't know who. It is God is choosing, but we continue to pray for one another, pray without ceasing, Exactly. you know, and God is going to be the one that's doing the work because the most important thing is Christ is soon to come and we must sound the trumpet and blow the, uh, blow the, sound the trumpet and blow the alarm, which is the word of God and share his word yeah. faithfully. Exactly. Do you still have the song out? Uh, Jesus is coming soon. Is it on the yeah. platform? Oh, I used to mm-hmm. love that song. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I remember, like, I remember when you released that, and it just like jumped to the top of the charts, and I was like, "Yes, Lord!" (laughs) Yes, still out there. Such a good song, and all of your music, like, really, really ministers, and it really, like, it reaches the hearts and the souls of man because that's what the word does. And when you're singing scripture, it's like there is nothing like that because when you're speaking the word, when you're speaking the word of God, you're singing the word of God, you're singing it back to him, right? You're singing his word back to him. You're, you're actually prophesying over your own life when you're singing. So I wasn't understanding that like in singing the scriptures and having those scripturally based lyrics. So it was in your music and it was also in one other artist's music by the name of Delra Harris. And I was singing and singing and singing along, right? And I'm not realize, realizing that he's drawing me closer through the lyrics and the words that are scripture. And so I remember mm-hmm. talking to him and um, at the end of one of his songs, he has uh, Psalm 150. And he said, at the end, he just said, um, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And I was like, I was talking to him and I was like, oh, I love that part when you said that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's from the bible and i was like i had no idea i was singing the bible for like a long time right not realizing i'm speaking over my life and and the lord is drawing me closer and leading me to him through the word which i'm singing and i'm speaking and i'm prophesying over my own life not like i had no clue (laughs) no clue and that's that's the power of it right that's the power of the word the word is living, active and living, it's breathing, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it, it actually is working, it's alive. Um, and I didn't know that then, right? And so there's people out there who are being saved through your music <laughs> that you don't even realize it. And God gets the glory because, Amen. you know, again... He is the one that's doing the saving, so he gets the glory. And whoever they are, all I can say is to God be the glory because I'm looking forward to his second coming. I'm looking forward to being with him forevermore. 
Amen. You know, I'm looking forward to rejoicing and with my king of glory and loving him and serving him and him creating a new heavens and a new earth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm I'm just looking forward, you know, because in this world we live in, this is not our home. You know, we God said that, you know, if we love the world, then we're, you know, enmity of God, yep. you know, to love not the world, neither things are in the world, because those who are in Christ, you know, he's not of this world. So those who are his, we're just passing and we're not of this world as well. We live, God said, be in the world, but not among the world, you know. So even though I'm saying that I'm in the music industry, I'm not trying to be in the music because I just want to be famous, exactly. you know, and I want to be big. I don't care about that. Yeah. Back in the day, years ago in my exactly. 20s, I used to think like that, you know, yeah. but now it's like, no, it's for God's glory, you know, and being on social media is important because this is the only way I'm able to, you know, spread his word through my music is, you know, being on social media and sharing my music in that way, yeah. you know, but it's not my thinking as far as well, all that other mess means nothing anymore as far as that's concerned. Even though I'm, I'm still helping my daughter and yeah. she has her own, you know, she, she does R&B, things like that. And I love my daughter very much. And. You know, so I'm still helping her and managing her, things like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, I even you know, I have my own company and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my thought process and, and, and everything about life and the things that I used to think has changed in resulting of what God has done for me and how he has opened my eyes to things that um, is no more the way I used to see things. Mm-hmm. For sure. And when we're younger, I think we always think that it's like, it's like, oh, you know, I've been given a gift and this is my gift and it's my talent, right? And then after it's like, wait a minute, this is not my gift. Like he he gave this to me. So yes, I possess it, but <laughs> it's not mine. It belongs to him, right? And there has to be that point where we realize that. And I think like for you, it's like you were doing like mainstream, like R&B before and then and then now you know doing music for the kingdom doing music for the lord it's like everything just changes because he's gonna renew your mind he's gonna you know make sure that you're in alignment and that's why you have so many blessings in your music it's like because you're not doing it for self because because he's taken the self out of you right that comes with yeah because i'm age and maturity right (laughs) yeah well, because I, I, I started gospel music in 2003, but again, I was blinded. Yeah. I didn't understand at that time, nothing about Christ and his word in the way God teaches it. So yeah. I was writing gospel music, but in my own way and yeah. my own theory and not really faithfully being faithful to God's word as now my music is different from the way I used to write it. You know, I used to just write about whatever I was writing about thinking that, okay, this is okay to spread that and not realize, oh my goodness, I, I shouldn't say that now because now I understand what God is teaching and what God is sharing, what God is saying. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I'm faithful to God's word when I share it with others in relations to the songs that God has given me. Exactly. It's, it's always going to give glory to him. It's always going to point back to him. And I think that's the most important thing. It's like, that's the reason why he gave it to you. Right. Um, so few really understand that, you know, they get into it for, other reasons there's a lot of self still involved there's a lot of um yeah a lot of self a lot a lot of self out there (laughs) and and really in reality when you're talking about like the mainstream music business they're teaching you that self is 
right? So so these even like the mainstream gospel artists is like your your industry is teaching you that it's all about you, right? The industry is not like, oh, it's all about God. <laughs> the industry is like it's all about Satan. So um but it's it's a process that the Lord will bring you through where he's gonna be like, I get the glory. This is not about you. This is about me. It has nothing to do with you. You're a vessel and you're doing my work. You're serving your purpose. And um there's there's very few that um understand that like when they first get into it. And so like we work with a lot of emerging artists and you can kind of see you know, the page that they're on and it's like, okay, so like I see where you are and you're making great music and yes, we're going to support you, but I'm also going to watch that process of your transformation as the Lord reveals to you that it's it has nothing to do with you, right? <laughs> so it's okay to be where you are with that, right? But there's going to be a process and actually a, a, one of the uh, songs that I'm supporting right now it's all about how you know he has always been doing music for the Lord and you know people love his music and everything is going great but then you know there's some issues that he has where the Lord is like you're gonna have to sit down for a while until I'm able to get it through to you that this is not about you <laughs> that this is for me it's about me and there's so many artists that's like, oh, this is the, this is a gospel song. It's like, I don't hear no gospel in there. I hear me, 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 I, 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 <laughs> right? And so like the hashtags that I use, especially for Christian hip hop, it says, uh, real Christian hip hop is about Christ, right? It's not about you. You might be sharing a bit of your testimony, but you better point it back to him as much as you possibly can within the song, right? Otherwise, it's not about him at all. It's about you. Um, so I think like, um, like I said, everybody has like that transformation process. Some of, some of them will come out with their first song and it'll be all 100% about him. Like, that's amazing. Scriptural lyrics, amazing. Scriptural messages, amazing. Um, and in fact, um, I have another podcast, um, also. It's called, um, So Much Greater Than Music. And that's what it's about. It's about the scriptural lyrics that are in music and how those lyrics can, you know, have the potential to transform us. Um, and so uh, I'd like to invite you onto that show too, and we'll talk about it later, but uh, maybe just choose four or five songs that we can talk about that are scripturally based, and then we'll just break down the scriptures that are behind them. Uh, it's a really, really awesome thing, but that's actually like one of my favorite subjects. Like, I love when I hear the word in the lyrics. I love it. <laughs> it's like... And you know, like the next, the song I wrote called The Day that's also on the EP. I'm not, I'm not sure if you heard it yet or not. No, I already I had a song called The Day the Lord is Near. Yes. Yeah, but this one's called The Day. So it's on the same subject and uh -huh. it's just scriptures only in that song. Nice. You know, Yeah. And, except for the bridge part, which is relation. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. It's called The Day. Nice. In relation to the the, uh, the day of his Lord's return, judgment day. Nice. Yeah. Because that's coming, like, so, so, so soon. It's like, people, you better get right. Like, you better get right. Yeah, you better not be found doing anything that is not pleasing to him in that moment. Like, it's so hard to get it through to people, you know? 
it's so hard to get it through to people. But we have to, we have to keep trying. We have to keep trying. Like we're in covenant relationship with the Lord. And what does that mean? That means that we're not doing those things that we used to do. <laughs> and we're not letting the enemy pull us back into those things that we used to do. Um, you know, we've overcome. We overcome. <laughs> we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, right? It's overcoming. It's not going back to those things. So um, at this time, <laughs> it's like, guys, you just better be ready. You just better be ready. Yeah. Well, and um, for many um, those who, I'm just praying that many would just continue to cry for mercy, cry for mercy, and and um, as they begin to seek the Lord God in His Word and through the Word, because God said, "Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God." As we can begin to search the Scriptures in the Bible and allowing God to speak to our heart through the word, you know, because always remember that the, like the God's word says that Christ spoke in parables. Yeah. So his word is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning as he began to teach us through his word, through his word, you know, as we begin to study the Bible, you know, to study to show yourself to prove unto God, a workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of the truth, the Bible says. So we continue to study God's word constantly and let God lead and guide us and not go to our own precepts and what we believe what the Bible is saying, but we'll let the Bible, because the Bible has the answers to everything. It's in the word of God. It's all right there. It's all right there. It's, it's, I don't know, like a lot of people have a hard time with it, especially like the King James version. People are like, Oh, I don't know how I'm like, that's the only version that I can read. Like there's some other there's yeah. some scriptures where I'm like, Okay, I kind of like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven in the Niv, but like overall, doesn't do it for me. It's missing some things, you know. It's missing a lot of things actually. Um, and the King James, like, I don't know. It's always been easy for me to understand, and I know that he has. I think they, they think the King that. James is the best. The is the King James Bible, the original, is the best translation to read because it was. Um, translated by King James 400 years after Christ had returned. So many of the other Bibles that are out there that keep them rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, they're taking the word of God out of content. They're rewriting new words. And now it's like it becomes precept of men because now they're making it say something quite different than the original actual language, which is Hebrew and Greek, mm-hmm. you know, which is King James and the scribes translated it into English. So to me, that's the best translation is the King James that I also read out of. Yeah, some people will have a really hard time with it. But like from day one, the very first Bible that I ever bought was the King James. And I was like, I guess like he must have led me at that time because I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and get a Bible. And I remember actually the day that I bought my first Bible. It's like so amazing. So I could feel the power in the book. And um I I walked to this I, I walked to this store that's like in my parents' uh neighborhood, it's probably about fifteen minutes walk away from my parents' house. And 
um, I go there and I get this beautiful, it's like silver and it's like, it's a really, really nice like Bible. It's like my first Bible and I still like really love it. Um, and uh, I, I put it in my bag and I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk. And then I was planning to stop because there's like a park along the way. I was like, I think I'm going to stop in the park and just read this for a little while. And so um, I start walking and I'm heading towards the park and there's like a bunch of teenagers and I guess they just came out of school or, or whatever. Right. And um, there was about to be a fight. It was a bunch of girls, like teen, like 12, 13 year old girls. And they were, they were about to fight. And so I'm walking towards them and I'm walking towards them and I got the Bible in my bag and I can feel its power, but I'm not like, like fully understanding right and so i walk past i kind of walk through these girls who are about to fight and all of a sudden one of them says you know what i'm not doing this she starts walking in the other direction the other girl was like what like uh, i'm about to fight you like what's going on here the girl like literally walked away the whole crowd broke up as i, as I just walked through them like everything just like it was like the Red Sea, like just parting. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this this book holds power. Like I couldn't I couldn't believe it, but it was really amazing because it's like I could actually feel its power in the very first Bible that I ever that I ever bought. And it was amazing. And so like he came to bring peace. It's like that book is filled with peace, right? And then you walk through with the book. What happens? Peace, right? I mean, not always because sometimes the demons show up and start freaking out too, <laughs> which happens other times. Like I walked into the hospital with my Bible and all the demons just were like, ah! like <laughs> everything freaked out around me, right? But, um, but there's so much power in the book. So much power in the book. G demons just like, tremble in fear and like run away <laughs> it's awesome that's wonderful so we're at about an hour right now so we'll give it a few more minutes and um do you have anything in closing that you want to say and also do you want to pray us out yeah, again, I'm just continuing to pray. Um, may God bless the hearts of his people and for those who he, who are not saying that if it's God's will that, um, that he will apply the words mm -hmm. to their hearts. Um, if it's his will to keep reading your word of God, because again, the Bible says faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that is my, that is my heart and my desire and my prayers, uh, for everyone. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to have you back on the show at some point, but it's so nice to see you. It's so nice to catch up with you. It's so nice to share the word with you because we never did this before. <laughs> the last time yeah, I could talk about God all day. I could talk about his word. <laughs> exactly. Everything. Amen. Amen. Oh, you're so beautiful. And it's good again to see your, your beautiful smile. Yeah. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's so nice to see you. It's so nice to catch up. So we will definitely be in touch and um I will keep you up posted when this is gonna air. And uh God bless you, Angel. Thanks. Love you.
Oh, thank you, Kelly. Thank you. I love you. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. God bless. All right, done. Bye. Bye. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.